0: you're listening to brave and boss the podcast on this week's podcast i'm sharing with you the most underrated marketing channel there is out there and how you can start to maximize this channel to generate more sales for your e-commerce brand let's go Welcome back to another episode of Brave and Boss the Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I am super happy to be back with you for another episode of Brave and Boss. Lots of solo casts this season. I have come off of a string of doing a lot of interviews and just, you know, with bandwidth going on with my business, my other business, um, I haven't been able to do a lot of guest interviews lately, but I will be restarting them soon. Um, And the season will be really focused on a mix of experts as well as e-commerce founders who have successfully scaled their businesses so that we can all pick their brains for free. My favorite thing to do on this podcast um, and share that information so that you too can scale your purpose-driven brand to new heights. And today's episode is really focused around the most underrated marketing channel out there. And spoiler alert, it's not TikTok. (laughs) So don't worry, you don't have to dance on camera to make a million dollars in sales. I promise you that. But if you choose to, no judgment either anyways. But today's episode is really focused on one marketing channel, which I know you can be really successful and you can get quite far in terms of building revenue with. And it was a pillar channel for me. growing encircled and something that I focused on from the get-go because, you know, I just realized that it was so, so important to the business. And before I get into that, I just want to touch on one short thing. So I have a workshop coming up on email marketing because, and I'll put the link in the show notes to the replay because we have a live round of the email marketing masterclass happening starting April 28th. So if you are an alumni student and you want to get in on that, you'll see a note soon to get in on the live coaching that comes with it. But if you're a new student and you'd like to join the program, there'll be a workshop heading out soon your way. And if you miss that workshop, definitely subscribe to my emails. I'll put the link in the show notes here so that you can make sure to get yourself on that program. I know this program is super transformational for brands. And our students that we had in the first round have seen a lot of growth from implementing not even all the strategies. I think a lot of them felt overwhelmed because there was so much to do um, in the class, and they still refer back to it, which is amazing. Uh, The difference with this round is that it's live. So throughout six weeks, um, including two implementation weeks, we'll be walking through the email marketing masterclass, and I will be doing live coaching Q and A's in between each of the modules. So you'll have four opportunities, four hours. Uh, with me as part of the program to pick my brain, ask all the questions about email marketing. And if we have time, ask all the questions about business. So it's a really great value. Um, You'll have access to the materials outside of the program that never expires through teachable. So lots of great information there. And, um, you know, a very small investment for the return that you'll see in this channel. And spoiler alert, this channel is the most underrated channel. So that is what this episode is about email marketing. My gosh, the number of people who I speak to on a daily basis who just do not want to get involved in email marketing is crazy. They don't want to, you know, email their list. They feel like they're bugging people. They're really focused on other channels like Instagram or TikTok or whatever, um, and there's not a lot of email list building going on. And what I've seen in the last year is that having an email list is like a not only a very big privilege but a huge asset for your business. So if you were to sell your business today, each of those email subscribers is worth something because those email subscribers are an own channel. This is something you own. Yes, you host it on a platform like Clavio or something like that, but you own this channel. You own that relationship. Whereas on Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest or TikTok, even if you have a massive audience that could go away tomorrow because you don't own that audience. That platform owns that audience. And we've seen, unfortunately, people get their accounts hacked or um, shut down or banned and, or they've been shadow banned where they get no reach. So building up your email marketing channel and the more owned channels you can build up like SEO, the better. So today is really about email marketing and how to know if you are not utilizing email marketing effectively. So the one thing I will say as starters, I always open this podcast with like, is it actually an issue? So looking at your email marketing, Are you actually doing well in email marketing and how do you know that? So, first step is to look at your Google Analytics and check out and see what percentage of sales is your email marketing channel driving as revenue. And if you can't figure that out, a quick Google will show you how to do it in Google. Uh, It's really simple. And I would look at like the last year, I wouldn't use like the last seven days or something like that. Depending on how many emails you're sending out, you could probably look at like 90 days a year or 6 months or whatever. If you send out less emails, you probably want a wider time frame and vice versa. And just what percentage of sales are you getting from email? Is it 50%? Is it 10%? Is it 20%? Generally on average, it you know, top brands are generating about 30% of their revenue through email marketing. So if you're under indexing to that, you know you've got a massive opportunity there. And that can be a great amplification too to other channels that you have like influencers, as well as paid ads, you know, having an email strategy with paid ads is absolutely essential. I actually don't think you can do it without it because email is a big retargeting tool now as well. So firstly, let's check. Is there a problem? Do you have enough sales coming from email marketing? Let's say you've got 50% of your sales coming from email marketing. Amazing. That's amazing. And you may say to yourself, well, I'm doing great in email marketing, but how could you do better? Well, you could grow your list. So if you're over indexing in email marketing revenue, that shows that there's interest in your product and sales through email. So then you should really focus your tactics and strategies on growing your list size. And we can talk a little bit about how you do that. If you're under indexing, then you need a better email marketing strategy in general. You need to work on your campaign strategy, your content strategy, what to send and where you need to work probably on your list building as well. And you also probably need to work on your automations and flows that you're sending to your list. So there are two different tactics, I would say, for different goals. So start there and let's see where that's at. So if you need to pause this podcast at this time, just go back and do that. Pause it, check your metrics, and then we'll go from there. All right, welcome back. Hopefully you've checked that information. So let's start off with the list builders. So if you are over-indexing on email marketing, amazing, congratulations. That's great. So now let's maximize this channel. So how do we do that? We need more subscribers to your email list. And how do you do that? So many ways to do that. Um, the most, most common way to do it is through pop-ups or flyouts or tabs or embedded opt-in forms on your website. If you think about it, your website's already getting traffic. So capturing that traffic and converting them into email subscribers is incredibly important. And this is where it comes into testing And figuring out what kind of opt-in incentive will generate the highest ROI, return on investment, for your time invested in it and the money invested in it. There is a tendency in e-commerce to go towards 10% off for free shipping as an opt-in. Or that hideous, hideous spin to win wheel. Oh, God. Anytime I see that on a website, I'm like, I saw it on some website the other day that was like a very premium brand. And I know that it works. Like I know people use it. And I know it's high converting. I know that, but I just cannot bring myself to do it because it is just so cheesy. And I just think I see that on a brand's website. And ultimately, I'm like, that's not a premium brand. Because again, it's leading with discounting for the most part. And as purpose-driven brands, we know our margins are tight and we cannot afford to give away free product or massive discounts when they're not even required. So, And there can also be a lot of discount fraud that happens through email lists. So what can you do? Well, you can create a really engaging and amazing opt-in. My favorites are either doing a quiz. A quiz is a great way to fill that email funnel. So using a quiz app to filter people through, ideally through something related to your brand. So let's say you you sell rings, like I was going to say wedding rings, but that's like very, very niche. Let's say you sell jewelry and you have rings and what's your rings, what's your jewelry style or something like that. And you get them to select like boho or modern or contemporary. And then it like kind of goes through some fun questions too. And then it kicks them out into a collection and asks them if they want to subscribe for email to get an additional whatever information on a style guide or something like that on how to wear your jewelry. That's just like one option. Um, Super can be super easy to set up or can be super complicated. Um, I would recommend starting with an app because that's the easiest way to do it and the simplest. Um, And quizzes can be really fun. You know, we all love quizzes. Like I remember sitting around with like Cosmo magazine and doing those quizzes where you like circle the option. (laughs) Now I'm dating myself, Um, but we all love them. And you'll see them on Facebook all the time. People are like, what type of whatever are you, you know, we still love a good quiz and evaluation. So that can be a really amazing tool. Or you can also go the traditional pop-up route and do or a slide out or an exit exit pop-up, which is where somebody leaves the screen. Um, You want to be careful not to have too many pop-ups. It can be very annoying. You also want to make sure that they're mobile friendly so that they're not disrupting people's mobile experience. So you definitely want to test. And then you want to test the pop-ups to make sure the offer is converting. Um, How you do that is generally through your email software. Um, Most top softwares, Klaviyo is my favorite. I'll put the link in the show notes and OmniSend is also a good one as well. Those both have tracking in their pop-ups so you can set them up and you can see what the conversion rate is on the pop-up and you can kind of test it. Now, most of us are going to need to test it for a while because we don't have the levels of traffic that would make it statistically significant to test it for a day. Probably need to test it for like more like 15 to 30 days, Uh, but it's worthwhile doing to see if there's traction. You can also test an offer or a lead opt-in by setting up a lead opt-in ad and seeing which one gets the highest click-throughs and the most leads. That can also be a way to promote your opt-in offer and gain email subscribers. Again, you want to make sure that you're setting up the right audiences and you're not paying too much per lead but I've definitely seen that work as a successful strategy. We've done it with our minimalist wardrobe workbook at encircled um, and it worked really, really well to gain email subscribers. So speaking of minimalist wardrobe workbook, that is a free PDF that encircled uh, created uh, in lieu of offering a discount. So instead they would get this printable PDF where they could streamline their wardrobe. And we put a lot of time, money, and effort into making it beautiful and printable and actually useful only to have a competitor copy it, which is great. Welcome to (laughs) e-commerce. We have also had two brands that are in our category copy or quiz. I just don't know why people can't get original ideas, but that just means you need to always be innovating. So I've had three main opt-ins throughout the years with Encircled, and we've been around for 10 years. So I wouldn't suggest changing your opt-in all the time. Just really put money into that opt-in and some time and effort and energy, and people will see it. Now, it's going to take you a little bit of time to figure out what opt-in works best for your business. So this is where the testing may come into play. So let's say you sell bras, maybe it's a fun bra size guide or something, how to best measure your bra with a a printable measuring tape, I don't know, you know, or perfume or something. That's a tricky one to sell online. So maybe it's a way to kind of like subselect fragrances. That would be a great opportunity for a quiz. Um, something workbook derived might be something like if you sell like a journal, maybe you can have some printable free pages that people can try out your journal or agenda book, you know, or maybe you sell prints, maybe you have some printable prints they can do or use as desktop backgrounds. There's so many ways to do this, but the goal is really to make it as automated and streamlined as possible. And so that you don't have to manually physically ship something or erode your margins. So those are just a few ideas. So, if you're over-indexing on email marketing revenue, go for it and start building that list. All right. So, let's say you're under-indexing in email marketing revenue. So, we already talked about the list building component, but and we'll definitely go into that more deeply in the workshop, and we go into really deep in the the actual email marketing masterclass. But for this purposes, let's talk a little bit about the other two levers you can pull on to grow your email marketing. So, other than list building super, super important. You know, campaign strategy is really important. What is a campaign strategy? So essentially that's a fancy way of saying, what are you going to send to who and when? Um, So within the email marketing masterclass, we have sample calendars that I put together based on cadences of sending emails and ideas of what you can send. You know, ideally you're not sending sales emails all the time because then you become like the gap or old Navy who sends an email almost every single day with a promo and that can erode your brand over time. But don't be afraid to send emails. People have subscribed to your email list to receive emails. And there's some things to be said about sending emails to your list because you want to keep that list healthy and opening your emails. So if you're not emailing them enough, then they're going to become like dead subscribers. And then you just basically need to remove them from your list because it's going to hurt your open rate. So you want to come up with a plan. So the easiest way to do this is just think, let's map out in our mind the next 30 days. So this week, it's the second last week of April. So what are we going to do for the next four weeks? So we've got some occasions coming up like Mother's Day. Maybe you've got a product launch. Maybe you've got the first day of spring. Maybe you've got a sample sale and start to plot those into a mental or actual physical calendar or Google sheet and then start mapping out what emails you would send. So maybe on Tuesdays, you're going to do a product drop email. Maybe every Saturday, you're going to do like a roundup of events and blog posts that you've created and content from influencers start to develop your content plan. So that's essentially just your schedule. And again, determining who you're going to send it to. So maybe you only send your product drops to your whole list and you only send the blog posts and roundups to like the most engaged subscribers. And then again, there's no answer. So depending on your list size, this may be different. You may be okay to email everybody, or you may want to segment even further um, down into people who only buy from you versus people only read your emails you know, you may want to start changing the frequency. Maybe if you're sending one email a week, you want to try sending two, or maybe you send two every other week. Don't be afraid to email people. That is like my overarching takeaway from this episode. There's a lot of women founders who don't want to bug people on their list. I hear that all the time. And I'm like, you are not bugging people. They have literally given you their email to hear from you. And the fact they are not hearing from you is probably more shocking than the fact that you are. So as long as you're dropping into their inbox with value and not spamming them, you're probably not emailing them too much. And I guarantee you that 99% of you, 99.9% of you listening to this podcast are not emailing your list enough. You know, at one point we got up to three emails a week, um, at encircled and we have a fairly large list. I do feel like that was a lot just from a content production standpoint, it was a lot, but you know, I follow a brand, they email me every day. I don't know how they do it, but they email me every day and it's not always a product based email. They must have a massive team, but I haven't unsubscribed because I clearly like their content. So, and I'm opening and reading their emails. So food for thought, think about your ideal customer, your dream muse, like who she is, or they are, he is, and what they would want to get in their inbox. So maybe they want to get style tips. Maybe they want to get a personal letter from you every now and then. Maybe they want product focused emails. Try to come up with your key formats. This is another thing we talked about in the email marketing masterclass so that you have templates, so that you can pick from these. And then it's so much easier to come up with an email versus recreating everything from scratch and Klaviyo every time you want to send an email, which is extremely time-consuming. All right, so the last main tactic for increasing your email marketing revenue is automation. So if you do not have an abandoned cart, a browse abandonment, and a welcome series, then you need to pause this email marketing episode and go make those right now. Um, these are like the three fundamental automations, we will call them, or flows. It's called differently, depending on what email software you're using. But welcome series essentially triggers once somebody joins your list. And it's like a series of emails that you send to help them get to know you as a brand and help warm them up so that they open emails and ideally make a purchase. Abandoned cart is somebody who abandons a cart. Um, you can set that up in your email marketing software, usually integrated with Shopify, so that you can send a series of emails kind of asking if they need help. You know, offering them maybe one-on-one support or a shopping appointment or something like that, or maybe even leveraging a discount. And then we have browse abandonment, so we want to use this one sparingly, but really great during sales or promotions to have this on. And that's if somebody's kind of browsed your site and they opt- opted into emails, it will remind them that they've been looking at something and it's almost gone. You can also add reconnection series to that one. I would say somebody who hasn't shopped with you in like, you know, whatever time frame, 60, 90 days, you may want to have a flow that triggers an email of what's new, et cetera. You can really go crazy with flows. Less is more from a management standpoint, in my experience, just because if you ever change your branding or change one thing, you have to go back and update everything. I just went through that because we changed our um, customer referral program. And then I realized it was in every single footer of every single flow. Um, so updating that just takes a lot, a lot of time. And as I'm saying this out loud, we're in the middle of a rebrand on the circle and I'm realizing I'm going to have to change all of our templates. So yes. So you want to le- focus on less is more. And I would say if you've got those four going, then you're covering off most of your bases at this level. We've talked about in the email marketing masterclass, some more advanced strategies, and there's definitely ways you can segment more and add product info emails and, and really deliver a lot of value through that. But this is like the basics. So this is why email marketing is so underrated because just think about all the things you can do. You can grow your list. You can start nurturing your list more with great content and delivering value. And you can automate a lot of this. This makes this a super valuable channel. And again, I know, you know, TikTok is really trendy and I know Facebook ads are super high converting. I, you know, I still use a lot of paid ads and circles and they work really well. But email marketing, I mean, if you think about it, other than the software and your time, it's free. So Klaviyo is the software I prefer. It's got powerful segmentation and data integration with Shopify. Yes, it is on the more expensive end, but man, does it pay for itself. So I encourage you to think a little bit differently when you go and investigate apps. Oftentimes I'll see people being like, oh, I'd rather use this because it's free. And I fell down that trap door a long time ago with MailChimp. And yes, it's free, but moving your list later on is a pain in the butt so i would focus on you know not necessarily what you need now but what you think you'll need in like a year or two and build your email software around that and then pick the requirements and then i promise you you probably won't regret investing in that software because it will become a big growth channel for you if you're nurturing it properly and growing your list all right that's it for this episode if you haven't checked out the email marketing masterclass i'll put a link in the show notes you have until the end of the month to register for the live class or You can, of course, join afterwards and get the recordings on the live class and join the rest of the coaching. No problem. We'll welcome you in at any time. But if you want to get in on the live Q&As, it's running throughout May and into early June. And thanks for joining the podcast. We'll speak to you soon. Bye.